Podcast. Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day, and welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast, where we try to change you from lad to quintessential Aussie dad while sharing our fatherhood wins along the way. I'm Nick. I'm Cam. And I'm Dave. And we thank you once again for taking time out of your busy weeks to listen to our fatherhood stories and share your own. How are we going, boys? 103. Ooh, right in the groove, mate. Back in the groove of yeah, it? Yeah, mm. yeah. Straight into it after the episode 100 celebration. Yes, yeah, good. Hey, I uh, really wanted to start this week with a pump-up song. I've... I've after last week before the episode, it just pumped me up so much. I thought, let's pump them up during an episode and get you guys dancing on the table. Why not? So we'll, we'll kick it off with this while we're doing our housekeeping. What do you think? <laughs> Bit of Nessie. Fucking banger. <laughs> so good. Do you know what this song always reminds me of? Um, White Chicks, the movie. <laughs> Terry Crews, Terry Crews. giant. He leaned over the car. Oh, he plays it so well. And he's just like, and whenever that part where he waves his head and he goes, it's amazing. Let's be honest. If you're out there mowing the lawn, listening to some tunes and this comes on, you're not skipping it. You're not skipping it. Of course you're not. It's a win. You're probably just stopping the mower just to enjoy the song. I'd crank it when the kids start cranking up. Speaking of speaking of mole, mate, we've had an absolute blitz on the weekend in the Have garden. You? Yeah. yeah. Yep. We've uh, I had a new little mini chainsaw, pole chainsaw. Oh, it's so manly yep, too. Yep. Got that one new little toy. My dad lent me his little decent chainsaw. Yeah. Getting stuck into all the different trees and uh, in preparation for Christmas when the kids are gonna have a giant. Oh, uh, you know what? We, we should oh, yeah, we should have done a, a let it grow this week. Oh. A let it grow segment. Look, don't worry. We can do, we can do full seasons on uh, gardening. <laughs> <laughs> gardening Australia, yeah, watch yeah, out. Yeah, hey, guys, uh, let's kick into a bit of housekeeping. Um, so once again, listeners, if you do have a business or you know of anyone who's looking to um, sponsor or make a partnership with a growing um, or just legendary group of blokes uh, doing a podcast, get in touch with us uh, on the socials. Speaking of socials. At Shit Dad Pod on Instagram, shitdadpod at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, you can find us on TikTok. Uh, please get in touch. We'd love it when you send through photos, uh, Shit Dad stories, anything like that at all. So please uh, yeah, slide into those DMs uh, and don't forget to uh, share those stories each week. And when you're doing that, sharing your stories, make sure you've got your Shit Dad merch pack on. Uh, we've got plenty available still. Um, especially for those dad bod wearers themselves. 30 bucks, get your shirt, a sticker and a stubby cooler, including free postage as well. Get involved. Get amongst it. It's Father's Day. Get your dad something good instead of that usual shit. <laughs> anyway, guys, I thought I'd bring something different as well this week. Like, I've, we'll wrap up the um, that absolute banger from Nessie Carlton. Um, but I've got another absolute belter this week. We've got a local firefighter who has written a book. It's an absolute belter of a book. I've read it myself um, and I've said that I'll, I'll throw a little shout-out on the podcast for him so we can get some books sold and get it out there. I just want everyone to read it. Like just average Aussie bloke get writing an average yeah. Aussie book about an average Aussie bloke. It's <laughs> fucking funny. It's actually quite a good book um, and he's, he's, uh, he's slashed the price for us. So here's the, um, the shout-out. All right, you shit dads. You think you're shit dads. You've got no fucking idea. Get online and have a look at www.terryflynnbooks. It's a book about a Brisbane bloke who's a hell of a joke. He gets on the punt, he gets on the piss, he plays up, he gets into a hell of a lot of adventure with a few mates of his. Now listen, we must be going fucking crazy here at Terry Flynn Books because normally this book sells for twenty nine ninety five. But just for you shit dadders, we've cut it in half to fourteen ninety five. That's right, fourteen ninety five. Out the door, walk away, no more to pay. Free shipping. We're going fucking crazy. Terry Flynn Books. Buy it for Father's Day. Get your wife to buy it for you. Buy it for Mother's Day for next year. I don't give a fuck. I just want to sell them. Get one for your little kids. Fucking bar mitzvah. www.terryflynnbooks.com.au. 
All right, shit daddies. Bye-bye. Wow. <laughs> Terry Flynn. I'm just looking at his website. Fuck. Just to cover itself. Terry's going <laughs> off. <laughs> Crazy. Terry, I reckon Terry belongs on one of those, um, like, at Lowe's or, no. like, the car- the, one of those carpet ads. Look, I don't want to brag, but we are on his website right now, Shit Dad Podcast Sale with free shipping. There How you go. good is that? All right, there we go. <laughs> All right, the shit dads, get amongst it. Let's support a local bloke and you'll enjoy the read. Whether you read or you don't read, it's worth a read. (laughs) It's better than reading a catalogue or the back of a Glen 20. Chuck it in your shitter and just whenever you go to the toilet, there you you can read for about 20 minutes. Terry Flynn, I owe you one. We'll be reading that one. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. a good book. All right, guys, let's continue our ABC of shit daddery. (laughs) One letter at a time and it's uh, what not to do. So a bit of bad dad vice, boys. Like we need a jingle for this one. We've we got really jingles for do. everything else. I know. Maybe uh, after this we'll, we'll record Yeah, we'll come that. up with we'll a good jingle for we'll sure. Yeah. The, the crew. Who's got um, one? Good. Dave, Dave, do you want to start yeah. us off on D? I do. Um, and I need you guys to fucking stop going in order. Okay. Because I don't like it. Okay, I'll go back to random order. Can we please go? Can we get some of the hard ones out of the way? Too? <laughs> like <laughs> fucking Q X. and X and all of it. Oh, wait. I feel like X would be easy. Yeah, well, is it though? Just triple X, yeah. four X. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, so we're all talking about porn and beer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this no. is what not to do. <laughs> yeah. Mine is uh, D for duct tape. Duct tape fixes fucking everything except broken crayons and sleep schedules. <laughs> That's good. Mine is D is for dog. Get a dog. It'll be the best thing you'll ever do. You'll never have to pick up. Any food off the ground until the dog gets quite old and senile and starts vomiting all the time. Speaking from experience. Oh, at least it's only just vomit, mate. It's not vomit and shit. Oh, no, it's everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make it sound a little bit better for the people. What about you, Nick? Right. Um, I've done a Dave this week and just gone on the fly. Okay. And I think I've, I think I've hit the spot, so maybe literally. Um, Dad knows best. When you knock on mum and dad's door at night after bedtime and he yells out to go back to bed or else, it's for your own good. <laughs> Correct. Yep. Very much so. Don't try to get the fucking knife and open that little pop lock. Like <laughs> <laughs> you will regret it. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh good. Um, we are going to continue. Oh, should we do the chew? Oh, yes. Mm. Okay, time for the chew. The Chew, Bent, Yarn, Convo, Chinwag, Chat, Shoot the Breeze, A Heart to Heart, Spilling the Tea, Discussion. I still love that. Oh, I'm, I'm mad for that. Oh. Guys, this week in Dad Discussions, we are going to talk about packing the absolute goat lunch to take anywhere you go, school, holiday, wherever. But we're talking about attacking the perfect pack lunch. Uh, also talking about navigating the career with kids and family. So I'm sure mm. there's heaps to talk about with that one. So we um, we asked a few questions on the socials this week. So keep your eye out during the week for um, our listener questions on at shitdadpod on Instagram. Uh, this week we spoke about – so we, we put the, the word out there for attacking mm. the, the absolute goat pack lunch. We had some really good answers, mm. um, a lot of sort of – Standard answers like sandwich and fruit. I was like, yeah, okay, we'll get it. That's most lunches. But um, there's some really creative ones. we got use cookie cutters on sandwiches. They'll eat anything because it looks cool. Mm, that is – Can confirm. That is really cool, yeah. You tried it? <laughs> oh, I do it most days. Yeah. I do? <laughs> when I can't be bothered, it's like crust, whatever, you eat them. And they're like, oh, I don't want the crust. I want it looking like a dinosaur. I'm like, grow up, you're eight years old. <laughs> but no, they, uh, they love a bit of cookie cutters. Um, sprinkles, sprinkles, sprinkles. Good shout. Mm-hmm. Can't have fairy bread for lunch every day though, I guess. Um, can't you? Can't deserve, I mean, you can. <laughs> you can deserve a few sprinkles just on everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like garnish. Garnish for kids. <laughs> you just put it in that munch and crunch stuff, like a little bit of glitter. You know those glitter bottles? <laughs> <laughs> just like it comes in and opens up, just poof, sprinkles all in the classroom. Yeah, Salt Bay, that, that yeah. famous salt guy, <laughs> like sprinkle a bit of yeah. Yep. That's right. Okay, fruit, sandwiches and bury the good stuff under the healthy options. It's a good shout until they realise you they do that every out. day and then they just like throw out the sandwich to get to the good stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's good. They'll get hungry enough eventually, I guess. 
And the uh, the last one was I haven't figured this one out yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's well, help you, you with listen. that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively on the Shit Dad podcast this week, attacking the goat lunchbox. Uh, for, for the boomers listening who don't know what goat is, and we are well and truly steaming towards our boom years, it's greatest of all time. Okay, We've so... We've got an award at work, sorry to interject. No, no, no. Uh, it's called the GOAT and it's a monthly award. <laughs> <laughs> it should be the GOM, shouldn't it? The greatest of the whole month. That's why it's funny. <laughs> I feel like, Nick, uh, the ultimate pack lunch is something that you'd be, uh, you'd be pretty good at. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind doing the pack lunch. I did it like half cut the other night. That was, oh, good. Yeah. That was really efficient because they got a really good lunch because I was just so motivated. I was like chopping all sorts of shit and throwing it in the lunchbox and they were like, oh, that was a great lunch, Dad. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that every day. I don't think the body would like me, especially the liver. Was there, was there some weird stuff in there as well? Oh, I'm not going to say there wasn't. Like, <laughs> the stuff what? that I wouldn't normally eat. Like. <laughs> why, do, why do I have sardines in my fucking lunchbox? Just today? a can of tuna and it's just like they can't even open it. <laughs> you pull the ring to a table. <laughs> Oh god! Have you have you seen the the parents on Facebook who who post like pictures of their kids' packed lunch with like the notes and like the special mm. little you're like yeah. so such a special little toddler and <laughs> no, no I don't do that. It's shit. actually a really big thing in Japan. They they yeah. are, they compete against each other, <laughs> and if you send your kid to school without something that looks beautiful, really, basically they'll get bullied. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so huge. they don't just go to school with sushi lunch boxes. Oh, yeah. No, well, it is. Yeah, the bento box. box is like created into a nice little pattern. Oh. Yeah. And then it's, you know, coloured rice to make it look like yep. Pikachu. Yeah, wow. exactly. Yeah, no yeah. Shit. Little Pokemon rice going on, little shapes. I can't yeah. say I have the time or fucks to give for that, but each to their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kudos to the Japanese. When you said uh, initially ultimate pack lunch, I thought you meant for, like for the tradie listeners. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> should like, talk about that. Bug sausage bug roll. the kids. Like, <laughs> yeah, what do you get? What's your go Sausage to? roll, pie, chunky yeah. milk, yeah. pee. <laughs> Stop at 7-Eleven on the way to work. <laughs> That's exactly right. What are those? And the smoko van when they get there. <laughs> Two for six fifty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now lunch will be the smoko van. Perfect. Um, yeah, we should definitely do a, a episode on that. Like we... Uh, we have our own kitchens at work as well, so we generally shop to eat, which is mm. really good. So we'll go out in the morning when uh, when we're doing the whatever the um, like public servant stuff we do. Yeah, <laughs> I've got nothing there. Like, <laughs> Drive around in your big red truck, truck. <laughs> trying, yeah, trying to think of something big red that truck we do. Time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the siren was broken the other day. I had to hang out the window going Nino. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, yeah, we, we cook to eat, so I've got no no packed lunch advice mm. there. But, yeah, so talking about uh, school lunches and, like, lunches to take to the park and stuff. So yep. we've had some really good guests on, obviously, who've given us some great advice, like the parents provide, kids mm. decide mm-hmm. and things like that. Can you think of any other kitschy things that was said? that Because I, I couldn't remember anything. I just mostly remember that just nuggets are okay because they're full of protein. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but air fry nuggets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember anything. I think it was just the variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to have well, a b- extra colours and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, offering the variety just and they said if they eat it, they eat it. And but also it, just the repetitive offering. So yeah. I think it's taken us three months now and my son, my son finally eats cherry tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Look, I love them. And he's actually getting a really mo- lot more daring with his food. Yeah. So he even tonight we said that's not tomato, that's capsicum. And he picked it up and looked at us dead in the eye and was like... <laughs> do you like that he's like yeah i like it now hmm. he said i like kiwi fruit now so he's getting yeah. stuck in good yeah. how good's that and that's it i think it's actually i think we spoke about it last time too it has to be a certain amount of days in a row mm. for them to actually go you know picking it up it's so wonderful with a 16 month old you know just mm-hmm. things now it's just like throw it. it throw it don't you do it Slowly, slowly behind the head. Look at you. Don't do it. (laughs) And laughs at my face. And then laughs when it drops. I'm like, oh, 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 oh." I think my six year old does that. (laughs) Um, Boys, I don't know if you deal with this um, with the kindy lunches or like the weekend lunches or whatever. That like last day or two before shopping and you're strapped, Mm -hmm. like you're looking for ideas. Stress town, mate, honestly. You look at you look in the cupboard, you look in the fridge, and you're sitting there with those, one of those bento boxes with three sections missing, with nothing to put in it. <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck, I'm I'm going to the I'm going to the cucumber. I'm just going to chop up some cucumber and carrot and chuck it in there. They'll they'll eat it." 
They'll, if they're hungry enough, they'll eat it. Sorry, boys. That's when yeah. you start to get creative, right? Yeah. You get, reach into the back of the cupboard. All right, what Pull have we got here? Pull out the big here? guns. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know another cup of brown rice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just soak, soak it in the cooler. <laughs> Take it to the bubbler and just soak it for <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes. Give <laughs> a little rice cooker. <laughs> uh, we, we ended up getting the rice crackers and, uh, and like, sliced cheese and... Mm. and um, Oh, what did she do? She did like the tomato, chopped tomato, but put it in the little middle section so it wouldn't touch the rice crackers and make them soggy. Oh, the Mrs. Yeah, gets clever. super creative with mm. that shit. That's, cool. that's clever. Mm. Tell you what, our kids lost their shit recently. Normally we'll buy the you know, sliced cheese. You know, the other day we bought just the block and I sliced it for them. Oh, no. Would not have a bar of it. They're like, <laughs> what is this shit? It's just like it's the same thing. It's slightly thicker. And it's like, they're just like, no. Not <laughs> slightly <either>. thicker. <laughs> jagged tomato because I can't cut properly with a knife because like, nobody cares. This looks abhorrent. Speaking of blocks of cheese, how much of a, a trip would it have been for like a kid who grew up with coon cheese or like was on the, the last weeks of coon cheese before they changed it to chia? And then mum and dad bought that home from the shops, and they're like, "What the fuck is what the fuck is chia? <laughs> I'm not I'm not eating that. I, I don't eat. Coon. Yeah, that's not the normal cheese no. we buy. No, yeah, no, yeah. we need we need coon cheese back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad my kids can't read. <laughs> <laughs> so I spoke about creative stuff, and yeah, we we do that. We got the bento boxes. Is that, is that what they call the bento lunch yeah, boxes with all the sections, sections and stuff? Yeah, I was I remember like going to school, and we'd have just that five dollar Kmart lunchbox that was really deep and you'd like stack shit on top of shit. It was good. I had a plastic bag. Did you? Yeah, nice. <laughs> well grand, come grade twelve I yeah, needed a plastic bag because it was a loaf of no it was a loaf of bread <laughs> of sandwiches. And then then I think it was some little packet like oh, an apple, a frozen popper and maybe a little mini packet oh, of chips. Frozen popper but like by I'm lunchtime talking, it was unfrozen. Like about, oh. There was probably about five sandwiches in there. Good man. Yeah. Could eat. <laughs> Love it. Look at this body. I've been doing it since. I, I am getting nervous about when you know you'll be the same. A couple yeah. of boys are in teenage oh, years. It'll be like a loaf of bread each day. You know? It started like my grocery bill's gone from two hundred and fifty a week for the five of us to like three three fifty. Oh. It's because they're just constantly eating. Yeah. Like this afternoon, they got home from school and they're like, "I'm hungry." I'm like, "Yeah, good. I hungry." Like did that one. See how much that'll last. And. Um, didn't work obviously so they've i packed them that like a really good lunch too it was like yogurt sandwich cut up um sliced apple sliced cheese um and just like some popcorn mm. it was full like a full lunchbox they got home i'm hungry all right yeah have a piece of fruit that's cool had Did a banana yeah yeah smashed it so they had their whole lunchbox yeah yeah okay see i'd be but, okay with giving them some more yeah got home yeah. yeah i was like yeah okay you've eaten everything there's yep banana have it came back five minutes later i'm hungry no you're not have a drink of water you're not hungry I'm hungry. Oh, okay, fine. Don't bite my head off. Gave him like whatever it was. It was something healthy-ish. Yeah. And then came back literally 10 minutes later, I'm hungry. Holy shit. And I'm at the point now, do you feed them extra before dinner yeah. and then risk them not eating dinner or do you just... Tell them to wait. Yeah. yeah. Wait. I'd let them wait and they smashed the tacos tonight. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Wait. And then you follow up with a worming tablet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a spoon. Here, have a spoonful of peanut butter. There's nothing sus in it. Um, I went to TikTok for some ideas, boys, um, mm-hmm. and just to, to round it out. And there's some really creative people on TikTok. It's like Pinterest... But with videos, <laughs> it's real good. Um, so we had mini ham cheese pastry scrolls. They're yeah. like the like the yep. pizza scrolls. Um, air fryer, of course. Air fried, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Air fried sauce rolls, like mm-hmm. homemade sauce mm-hmm. rolls, and they get real s- sneaky with it too. They just like peel the um, the bit off the the sausage, you know, like the skin. Mm. Oh, Take yeah, the skin off the sausage oh. and put that in pastry. There you go. And that's pretty yeah. pretty easy one. Um, Butch and buy sausage mints. Well, that's true as well. Yeah. Bread, uh, well, what's this one? Yeah, sorry, bread sushi. So instead of using like seafood rolls or like being create, like being yeah. really good at rolling rice up, they just roll out and smush like a slice of bread, cut the um, the crusts off, and then just put like a spoonful of cream cheese. They spread it along, and then a slice of cucumber or carrot oh, or whatever yeah, they eat. Roll yeah. it up and then chop it into like three or four parts, and then put that in like a. That's a section of really cool. So I'm going to give that a Brisbane run. That's Brisbane sushi. That's Brisbane sushi. That's getting a run at the Bentley house. And uh, we also had egg and bacon cups, which we've tried, and yes. they were a win. So mm-hmm. Nice one. Some great ideas. Definitely. So if you have any ideas, get in touch with us on the socials. We'd love to hear them because um, I think it's something that all parents want to know about and they always want fresh ideas. So 
Let's get on with it, guys, to navigating a career with kids and family. There's lots we can talk about, but I was hoping that we could just kick it off with the listener questions, the listener answers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is something we surprisingly haven't spoken about. Yeah. And we thought, shit, we're missing a trick here. Let's uh, let's put it out to the listeners to see their advice or their thoughts on how do you navigate, uh, yeah, career and kids. Mm. So what have you got, mate? Mm. Okay, so we got less risk-taking and bravado. It put, really puts things into perspective. So that's from a police officer. Oh. So I think we've spoken to this police officer before and um, he did say that once you have kids, you're not like pushing to be the first in the door and like just taking those extra risks that you don't really need to. Um, so super important because everyone wants to go home to their kids at the mm. end of the day, don't they? So. Mm. Um, job security became more important than ever. Bye-bye piss-ups and slaps on the pokes. <laughs> yeah, <that's fair. laughs> yeah. I mean okay. like the occasional piss-up and, and slap, sl- slap on the brickies laptop is not going to hurt anyone. <laughs> if you're doing it every week or, <laughs> or, or every or day. Multi- yeah. Or multiple times a week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely more important. Yeah, definitely. Um, really good one. We had lots of um, reactions to this one too. The next promotion is not as important as time with the kids, more so when they are little. Mm-hmm. True that. Because when you first start out your career, you, what are you, like late 20s, early 30s, like your, your forever career? Um, for, like that's for most people, isn't it? So After study, after whatever uh, yeah. Yeah, training, yeah. all of that. Exactly. Yeah. And it's right around the time that the average person starts having kids, isn't it? Late 20s, early 30s. So you're like, do I just run the gauntlet and just take it easy for no like sort of not put the neck out and be a go-getter for the first five six years and just fly under the radar while i'm having kids or do you just go gung-ho and uh, be earning big dollars by the time your kids are sort of going through school yeah my industry starts a little little earlier a little younger but it's definitely a lot more social people lean into it you know in advertising and marketing uh, and that is the time when people do go gung-ho. They yeah. go crazy. Uh, and then obviously you see that, uh, that that flip switch when they get married and then the kids come along and it's definitely leaning out of all that social mm. side of it. Yeah. Which you can still have your do your work and have your promotions and stuff. You don't need to do all the social stuff. Um, but, yeah, definitely you can see as people uh, have kids, they're just kind of like putting the brakes on a bit. In your line... Of work though, that social side though creates a contact. So then, when you are leaning at yeah. work though too, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're probably getting to that similar age as well. But then everyone in the industry probably still talks to each other. You yeah, know? Like, exactly. Yes. Do you have the the vicious party cycle as well, where it's like you are you're the young late twenties guy doing all the social stuff and the parties and stuff, and then when you start having kids, there's another round of late twenties early thirties guys that are doing all the partying, and you're the the weird old guy that's like, nah, not this week, boys. And then you just get that one. Every say three or four months that you go to and make an absolute dick of yourself. <laughs> exactly. <it>. Is that <laughs> it? <laughs> I, went, I went to the footy with some of them the other day. I'm just like trying to keep up with whatever TikTok lingo they were using. Um, yeah, but it's dripping in Riz. It's yeah, <laughs> too much of the Riz. That's right though, because you can go to these events and then you look around and you're like, all right, still got a good amount of the crew here. I'm I'm gonna just disappear and they can you know. Oh, you smoke charge on. on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, clever. All about the smoke bomb. Yeah, see, mine is. Again, too early uh, into the career. Like if you went straight from school into uni to become a teacher, what, four years, you'd be 21, 22. So you're early. Yeah. Mm. Early on. So, well, for me, I... No Sunday sessions. Uh, <laughs> Sunday lunch sessions. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday lunch. Um, no, but same thing. Like if you do want to, and in my career, I guess, too, if you do want to move up, then there's more study you got to do. Mm. So you've got to be willing to, to do that. Yeah. Um, before doing it. But, yeah, no, literally the kids, when they came along, I moved a lot closer to home um, job-wise. Mm. You know, left a, I don't want to say pretty good school. There's nothing wrong with either of the schools, you know, but very different. Yeah. In, you know, independent boys' school to, you know, a very little, you know, co-ed school. And it's just because days I was going to work and I, my little one was asleep. I'd get home after training or, you know, staff meeting and then training or whatever, all this stuff, and she was asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't seen you today. Like, this is not okay. Yeah. And that just totally changed it. So, yeah, and then second one came along and I'm like, 15 minutes from home. I'm yeah, like, oh. Perfect situation. This is just perfect. 
It's just so... It's the beauty of being a teacher as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know, yeah. part of the perks of just being able to, you know, yeah, live close to where you work. And yep. teachers only work five hours a day. <laughs> six. 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 <laughs> so it's nine till three. Come on. <laughs> well, he's speaking of the party scene before, so going from Cam's, like, party-natured career to your less party-natured career, mm. going from your um, your all-boys school... Like the the party tall type <laughs> type people, where you're like going to the rugby every Sunday, watching the Reds, and then going out for a glass of Chardonnay. Is that like the social <laughs> events? And then you go to the public school, and they're just like, <laughs> "Let's go to the fire. We're going down the Petri pub. It's going to be an absolute <laughs> session, son. Get a few skillies down ya. The rat hole. <laughs> no, I reckon it's it's pretty much both the same. Yeah. <laughs> both down the rat hole. <laughs> it does not matter. It doesn't matter if it's just that little rat hole or the nicer. Little rat hole. They're both the same. <laughs> Love it. Some just buy more expensive beers than the others. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the, it. The craft rats. Anyway, um, the next one was you actually understand what it means to be busy. It's true, isn't it? Like you you go from sort of your busy days being I've got to go do the groceries and then go to the dump and then do all just your normal shit and then you have kids and you still have to do all that shit plus mm. – help the missus look after the baby while she's home, like do all the stuff while she's feeding and get meals ready and, yeah, yeah. you actually know what busy is. Mm. I'd say I've never been so busy or chaotic in my life as yep. I am right now. With three, three kids, yeah. hobbies, just trying to have some semblance of, you know, social life and yeah. then career and all that kind of thing. It's fucking mental. It is yeah. hectic. Hey, you did well to mention hobbies in there. Because I don't remember. What, that? Yeah. Well, it's like I'd say this, this is probably a hobby. <laughs> well, this, well, this now. Yeah, hobby. So it's hobby. A bit different. Yeah, a bit different. But do you know what I mean? Like I think a lot of people, that's generally that's the first thing yeah. goes. And the then, it's, uh, yeah. then it's unfortunately the social. Mm. I think that's where the, the mental health side of things come in as well. Like you, that starts to decline as well when you have mm-hmm. kids if, if you don't stay on top of it. Because obviously your first thing to go when you get busy is the stuff you like doing. Yeah. You so. can't just palm work off. That's got to continue. Yeah. Yep. So I think it's, yeah, that, that point especially is really important to make sure that you, when you do get busy and you act, you are actually busy, make sure that you're still doing at least one thing for yourself mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. Um, the thought process changes. So give me a 40K pay cut and more time with the kids event, uh, more time for the kids events. I don't know, like a 40K. Yeah, I, was, I, I saw this one. I, I get what they're saying, yeah. maybe depending on what age they are. But I think yeah. I, I'm also almost at the point now where it's like I will go the opposite way where it's I'm trying to earn the most I can. But if I'm not as happy in the role, that's no longer like the be all and end all. Yeah. Like the yeah. be all and end all now is to support the family and yeah. look after them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that is through, you know, being the breadwinner or whatever. That's okay. Yeah. And yep. you've got to sacrifice your own uh, preferences or happiness. You know, I'm lucky I am happy in my job. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's where that shift for me would be. It's actually how do I look after ourselves in that best way. Mm. Obviously, there's going to be a point where, yeah, it's not all about money and you need to spend time with the family as well. This is that balance. But, yeah, I, I, I kind of went a bit more like, oh, shit, how do I do what I need to do for the family first mm. and foremost? Yeah, so. that's fair. If you're... Happy to take a 40k pay cut. What are you currently sitting on? Oh, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, like I'd get what it's pretty meaning. comfortable you're, to you're, take a 40k yeah, pay cut. But it's also <laughs> like, I'd, I'd get the point, it's probably just take a pay cut for more time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And look, yeah. and again, I'd get like it. Job's too, not as important. Yeah, yeah. But 40k, like, if that's, like, 40K <laughs> that's, like, that's almost a whole minimum wage. <laughs> back on <settling. laughs> um, my whole job. So in child safety, having an ad- additional needs kids at home and work was too much. Oh, wow. So maybe David changed and yeah. Into- yeah, packed it in and got something a little bit more mm. family friendly. Yep. Which um, there was another one down here. Change jobs to a new boss that puts family first, not money. So that sort of relates that's as well. That's a big so one. That's yeah. Huge. I think having any kind of boss that has kids or at least has some empathy and understanding yeah. of what it's about makes your life so much easier. Did COVID help that though? Like... Do they realise that you don't have to be in an office yes. to do work, you know? And, so yes, and also I think they, at least in white-collar jobs, people saw each other's families mm. on the camera. They see your kids running around and see, a, in my in my instance, the mountain of washing behind yeah. me. Mm. Yeah. And they say, oh, this is your home, you're a real person, you've got a family, like that's who you are first, not yep. your job. Yep. And that kind of desensitised people and bosses and clients and things to 
yeah, that kind of line of thinking. Mm-hmm. I think we have reached a, a place in humanity where most people with families are prioritising their family and now that we've got that work from home option, it's making it a lot easier to spend more time with your family and have a, a good work-life balance, Yeah, I feel. yeah. I'm lucky I get six days off a week. So I was going to say, but also... <laughs> I can't talk very much about this. Say, how's your little computer robot driving fire truck going? I mean, it's not, know, not happening anytime soon, so yeah. I'm safe for a while, yeah. but yeah. And I, was, mate, and I was the same. There was time, again, like during COVID, I was going to work because, it, again, everything was there. Mm. It was easier to do it. And then eventually then obviously some of the kids started coming back and it was just... Yeah. But, um, yeah, mate, it definitely opened up everyone's eyes too. And in my line of work, it was very much a lot of the parents actually got a, a little bit of a view into what our daily life yeah, was correct. like. Yeah, Like, beg your pardon? Like, this kid's doing my head in. Yeah, it's mm. your kid. Yep. <laughs> yeah, not my that, problem. That's, that's your child. Yeah. <laughs> and I have them for six hours a day. Yes, <laughs> yes. So think about it. I've got... 40 of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This sort of relates as well. This one, um, if I wasn't getting paid, I wouldn't stay back at work. That's huge. Like the the boss, it's like the boss, I don't know, has the the mindset changed around a lot of industries now where people just see themselves as a number finally where you're you're doing all this extra work for nothing really, like you're staying late at work to get projects done when someone who's coming in the next day Getting the same amount of work yeah, done yeah, yeah. is getting the same plaudits. Yeah, that's that was the whole quite quitting, quite uh, quitting thing yeah. for the younger generation. Yeah. So it was just a, a fancy way for them to say they're setting boundaries yeah. and they're not working late and doing all mm-hmm. those things. That's and super important. Yeah, I think it's great. It's just it's pretty uh, it's pretty bad that it needed to get to that point. Yeah, out of a pandemic to change everything. Yeah. yeah, prior to that, like we're saying, it's not visible. Everyone's just locking their guts out and. No one's seeing it kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, and so you're getting mentality. home after the kids are in bed. So yeah, yeah. Was the yeah. joy in it for you as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, massive focus on security. Over progression, I'd rather shovel shit for the same salary than take risks. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know how to word that differently. That's I, kind of like what I was talking about yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. It's like what, what you do doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You then, your, your own, not, you still need to be happy and enjoy what you do to a degree but think you've got greater responsibilities that's Mm. kind of always been my view yeah and something that changes also is your ability to wake up your caffeine intake and your general enthusiasm to care about work change completely (laughs) (laughs) i can't i can't disagree honestly (laughs) no like the the motivation to get up and do anything (laughs) when you're tired after they've been kicking you all night or crying and been up all night like come on like I'm not doing shit. <laughs> no amount of coffee is helping that. That's you right. know how yeah. much you can push your snooze to you actually really yeah, have yeah, to yeah. get up to That's get to That's why they work. invented snooze, for lazy fucking parents. Um, so year-round work changed, not leaving for a week plus at the drop of a hat. So I didn't really understand this one, but he's a bush fiery. Um, so he'd have a full-time job and then at the drop of the hat, get a page if there's a fire and he'd have to go. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what they do. I just sort of want to know how this had changed when you had kids. What are your thoughts, boys? Like maybe for prolonged incidents. So your full-time job would be as normal when you have kids. Like you wake up a bit more tired because you've been out helping during the night, blah, blah, blah. But then having the addition of getting a page saying there's a fuck-off big fire down the road, you need to go put the put it out. Mm. Like does that change? Because then you're going to be late – to get home, you might not see your kids that day. You may not see them for a few days if you're going on deployment. Um, yeah, you're taking more risks as well, um, being a dangerous job. It's a tough one because. Well, but you also want to help your community, don't you? So you're in that. You know, you're in that line there too. Obviously, that thought goes through your head before you, you know, as you said. With the copper of the first one, yeah, you definitely. I've definitely taken way less risks in the yeah. last eight years. Of course, sure. yeah, yeah, and, I, and it makes sense. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, I reckon probably what would go through my and it's a hard because you want to do for the community. That's what you do. Yeah, but going through my head would be, is this really worth it now? Mm. Like, or is this the time? Yeah, is there another young fella who doesn't have kids <coughs> in the family who'd take my yep. spot if yeah. I quit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or is there? Is this time for me to come back and <coughs> relook at it? 
in the six, seven years when, you Look, know, yeah. at that time. I know a lot of those rural fireys are very passionate about it. Yeah. and But there are also roles to go into like a senior or training side of things yeah, as well. So right. maybe that's an option. Yeah. I'm not sure. Is it, it'd be interesting to see some of the numbers around like, you know, is it younger and older blokes yeah. doing it? You know, is that is that age in the middle with young kids like us? Yeah. Is that where they drop out? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Um, and the, finally, you don't have to. You don't have sick leave anymore. It's your children's sick leave. Mm. <laughs> no true words spoken. Yeah. Oh. You never use so much in your life. Oh, honestly, I'm down to zero sickies. I think I'm back up to three now because <laughs> I just take. I have to take sickies for the kids, but they're all certified. Because yeah. you just take the doctor's certificate from when you've taken the kid to the doctor. Yeah. And if it's like a nothing, like they've just got a cold and they can't go to school, you just have to say. That's the worst kid's one. Sick. If your kid's mm-hmm. actually sick and you're at home with them, but when it's just something ridiculous like, yeah, they've been sent home from daycare or come get yeah. them for whatever reason, you're like, come on, and you're still fucking paying for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. our four-year-old got sent home from daycare a few times because she had green snot or green or yellow snot. I'm like, what kid doesn't have green <laughs> or yellow snot in a daycare? It's fine. She's eating it. It's going back in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm still dumbfounded that she got sent home for that. Oh, it's hectic. They're like, yeah, oh, he's, she's got a bit of gunk in her eye after she woke up. I do too. I didn't wipe it out today when I woke up. Like, it's hard. <laughs> Look, I get the eye one because it's like, yeah, but the green snot. Mm. Come on, like every second kid has green snot mm. coming out of there. It builds immunity. <laughs> Just ask the Yo household at the moment. It's like I'm fucking merry-go-round. Boys, one final thing I wanted to to ask you guys about because I think in a broad range of careers that we have, we might have some input for this one. Mm -hmm. Um, Support network. How is your – did your support network change after having kids or while you were getting pregnant or your wife was getting pregnant? In a career-related aspect? Yeah, or? yeah. Mm. Sorry, like, yeah, career, home life, whatever. Yeah, so for, for me, sort of mix, don't they? My, what, I, what I leaned on, to be honest, was colleagues with kids. Yeah. I leaned on them for advice and to get that perspective because mm. you, you, you can understand how fast it can shift for yourself but then you get to that point where you're like, oh, shit, what should I, what should I actually focus on, you know? We were saying before, so busy with work or with all these different things. Mm. I had some really good advice from a colleague of mine. She said, um, nothing makes you more efficient at your job in the hours that you've got than having kids. Yeah. When you don't have them and you, it makes no consequence to you, like staying back from 5 to 5.30, you fuck around, you go and talk to your mates on the other side of the office, have a coffee. When you have to leave on time and still get that work done, you get that shit done. So, That's so true. Um, that was that was really good advice because it reframed for me perspective of time and hours in the day and all of that yeah. kind of thing. Your time management changes yeah. completely. Like we have to wait for the next crew to come in before. So we don't have finishing times really because if the next crew, like if we get it called out to a job at five minutes before knockoff and the next crew's not there, we just go. Mm. And then you, if it's a late job, they're just there when you get back. So... I make it. Um, I usually make an effort to get in 15, 20 early because I know that there's a good chance that they're going to come in earlier for me as well in case – because if, then if we just get like a, a false alarm or something 15, 20 before knockoff time, I'm like, that's all right, he'll, he'll be there when I get back and mm. we're probably not going to be here that long. So it's – yeah, it's – you really don't understand how – like your time management changes completely. Like mm. before we had kids, I was just like, you're right. You'd go out for a beer with the boys after a day shift and um, like in, in Queen Street and mm. not get home till, oh, message the missus, oh, yeah, I'll be home till, oh, not, not massive, I'll, I'll be home about eight. Now if you did that, she'd be like, why didn't you tell me three weeks ago and have it <laughs> on the calendar on the fridge? That's right. <laughs> and, and still I would have said no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now mine had... Um, yeah, it was a big shift of actually when I changed schools and I think it was just that mentality of having that extra sport and whatnot, mm. you know, where I was. But then come to the other one, it was the boss even said to me, he's like, oh, if you don't get it done in the day, that's tomorrow. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. He goes, well, no, you only get, you're only here for this time. Yeah. So once you go home, don't. Don't do work, kind of thing. Did you do the same with the, as far as the support mm-hmm. network goes? Were you like leaning on the colleagues, or were you, oh, did you have your family and your friends? Oh, or? I still had family and friends, which yeah. is great. But the colleagues there, like being in a 
predominantly at a school, female staff. Yes, yeah. pretty much. But like, no, where I was when I had number one, it was 50-50. Okay. So getting the, you know, the bloke's perspective but then also the women's perspective as well. Sitting around a table in, in a staff room as such, in a close-knit staff, you're all there. If you're not on duty, you're up there eating. You try to get out of your room. And so you'll sit there and then the news of babies coming on, they're like, oh, this is great. Oh, I tried this. This is what I didn't. And it's just like, holy shit. Yeah. And then you've got the blokes in the background like, ah, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it was good. The support networks were there. They were just, mm-hmm. no matter what, you, they, they could tell though too you had a shit night because you're tired. Yeah. And yeah. they're just like, I've got this duty for That's you. That's important. I've yeah. got this duty. Go get a coffee. That's kind good. of thing. And, you know, so... It's a good that's shout good. as well. I think it's important for dads and any any up and coming dads to be to, to uh, speak to uh, women colleagues and get an understanding because yeah. yes, your your career is impacted, your time, all that kind of thing, the responsibility, security. But it's really interesting to hear from a women's perspective what happens to their careers and just how much mm. it's impacted. Obviously, you know, having a baby, going on mat leave, yeah. feeling like they're so far like left behind, you know, going back a year later. And that also helps put it in perspective and helps you understand what's going through your partner when they're stopping and starting work mm. too. Yeah. What did, um, just at a fishing, on a fishing trip on the weekend and one of the boys said, we are talking about, you know, my wife going back three days a week and, you know, he's enjoying it and stuff. I said, the, the adult interaction mm. when mm. they went back to work was just so... And he goes, yeah, I remember my wife telling me the best thing that she experienced going back to work was going to the toilet and not have someone <laughs> follow you in there. <laughs> True that. And she's, so those little things that, you know, I think we take for granted. Little luxuries. Well. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I can talk to an adult and I can have a piss in peace. <laughs> and so. another thing as well is going on with the, the female colleagues at work, that, that's like female to female advice really. You're like, oh, you're going to love this. But... When you said um, ask your female colleague, colleagues like their advice as well, I think a really important one is just asking the question, um, what would you what would you give me like the best advice for helping the missus mm. or what's mm. the number one piece of advice you could give me? Don't just like have a chat about her experience, yeah. which is great, but like give me your best piece of advice. What do you got? And like what's the best best way to help the wife do this or yeah. like – yeah. What's something that you wanted? Yeah, what what didn't you yes. get that would have yeah. worked well well, yeah, for you? Yeah, all that yeah. now on in hindsight, yeah. what yeah. would it have been? Yeah, totally. Great, boys. Um, yeah, energy levels during the day. I think we knock it off with that. What, how did your energy energy levels during the day change? Obviously, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're a bit more fucked from being up helping the misses, and or as they get older, you're a bit more fucked from having them kicking you in the bed from co-sleeping and. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a, another podcast. Listen to a couple of nerds in Melbourne talking about pop culture, and one of them is a dad. And his famous thing that he always says is he's just constantly operating at forty percent. <laughs> I'm like forty percent for me right now. That's generous. That's yeah, <laughs> nice. Twenty to thirty percent is just standard. Oh, it's going a bit cruise control sometimes, eh? Mm. You know. I think as they get a bit older, like I think because little Miss, my youngest, is four now, so. I'm operating about the 60% mark, yeah. maybe 40% if I stay up too late having cans before work. That's the 40%. Yeah. Yeah, there's something to look forward to. It does get up. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, yeah, boys, that, that wraps up that yarn for the week. If, As before, if you do have anything you want to share with um, dads, yeah, that we can uh, we can shout out on the next episode, get in touch with us at shitdadpod on Instagram or shitdadpod at gmail.com. Um, we've got a cracker of a, a, um, a topic and story for the the chew next week, boys. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. It's sexy time related, which is another <laughs> thing we haven't really spoken about. So keep your eyes out for the listener questions on Instagram, guys. Does anyone have a fatherhood win? Because I've got one that I really want to share. Oh, I'm interested in this. Yeah. You, obviously I mentioned the chainsaw and yeah. my new toy. What have, what sort of related had? in the power tool front. Um, so I got a a battery because I've got everything Ryobi. Love Ryobi. Shout out, obviously. I bought a um, a blower skin, so the, the a Ryobi blower skin. So I, it's electric. I don't have to rip the cord and like get fumes and shit everywhere. I can also use it inside. So can you I explain what a blower skin is. It's the the blower without the battery. So it's just. You just buy the skin by itself without the battery. Oh, okay. So you use the your existing batteries. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's an extra 
80 to 100 bucks with the battery. So. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so I ended up using the Ryobi cordless blower to blow out the house instead of sweeping it. <laughs> it surprisingly worked okay. If you can aim it at the right points of the house and hit the walls and get the shit off the corners, yeah. it works real good. Get no fumes. House still smells fresh as F. And yeah, I didn't have to sweep anything. Be a lot more efficient than, yeah. Super efficient. Because I, I did the garage and I was like, you know what? This would go real good in the house. <laughs> I was going to say, I use it in the garage all the time. Oh, yeah, it's great. Just clean out as much stuff or get get everything off the edges. Is it pretty powerful? Could you use it's it quite for a like bit of power, toys? Yeah. Like just yeah. whatever puzzle pieces are on the ground is blow, <laughs> blow, blow it everywhere. everything just to the side of the <laughs> yeah. walls. Just that'll do. Totally. Yeah, no, There's my, a little hack. Mine's a big petrol one. <laughs> so as soon as you start it, so quick, quick <laughs> one in the garage. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like, oh. yeah, but well played. Get yourself mm. a battery, a battery blower. Sounds like less sound, no fumes. Um, I got it for my shit dad. No shit dad, no battery. Mm-hmm. So to blow out the camper after weekends away. Do the garage, quick fix around the house after I've mowed. Yeah. Happy days. Mate. Never have to go two-stroke again. It's actually going to be really good for you to like figure out your angles of getting all of that dirt out of the air, corner, without spreading it everywhere. Oh, it's brilliant. Well played. Boys, I think it is time to share something that we've come to love. Benny's fatherhood bizarre, guys. Benny's got back to me today and he's got another cracker for us. So here it is. Howdy, three shits. <laughs> back again for Benny's Bizarre. Um, today's little story of bizarreism centres around my middle child back when he was about three or four years old. He was having a bit of trouble with the old tackle downstairs, the landing gear. And we struggled to get him into a, um, a specialist around here, so we had to go to the boondocks to this old, old bloke who was as old as the hills. And we get there, and my middle bloke's quite a... He was quite a shy little fella, didn't say much. We get there, and the, and the, the old doctor slides over on his chair and says, Rightio, mate. Hope you brought your willy. <laughs> and to that, my little bloke spins around pulls his pants open, checks, looks at me, nods his head, turns around and goes, yep, I did. <laughs> oh, that's too good, eh? Oh, fuck. That's a, that's a bit of shit dattery right there. That's real good. One of those quick moments. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, have I got it? Yeah. Maybe I just bought me four <laughs> It's a cold. <laughs> oh, guys, let's finish the week on an absolute high. Time for a bit of Shit Dad Story of the Week. Shit Dad Story of the Week. All right, who's got a Shit Dad Story this week? I'll go first. So last week I mentioned my wife was calling me and messaging me during the show about a rat. Uh (laughs) Yeah. And so I thought I'd give a bit of an update on that rat situation, the rat-tuation. How was it? Look, I didn't see the rat. Oh, could so have been the phantom rat. Multiple days had passed. Uh, you know, she said, swore it was there, uh, swore it was enormous, and I definitely could hear something behind the dishwasher. So okay. I'll give her that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have been a mouse, but I'll just, you know, benefit of the doubt. Is this like the How I Met Your Mother where they found the cocker mouse? <laughs> the cockroach slash mouse? Yeah. Nice. Possibly, possibly. Possibly saw it, but maybe didn't. But um, I did what any man does when you get something like that in your house. Called my dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dad, I'm really busy with work. Can you come over tomorrow and, you know, help help my wife catch this rat? you are going to say you called the bike the possum man. Just come <laughs> and get rid of it. <laughs> That's when you hand in your alpha card. You're straight to beta territory. <laughs> Here you go, Zachy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I'll hand it to him. He did a good job. So he got in there, put the, laid the, the rat baits down and the rat traps and... Uh, overnight, I was setting them and had because the, the mouse trap that we had was not going to be big enough apparently. So yeah. each night I was laying it down 
getting it out of there in the morning in case the kids touched it. So yep. um, didn't didn't hear anything at night. Didn't you know any enormous catches and. Uh, so we, we think it's, you know, we saw it's eaten a couple of baits and it's gone outside oh. now. So so that's lucky. I'm still a bit dubious as to what it was. It could have just been a mouse, but... Um, we, we know Denzel, your dog's taste <laughs> in food. It could have been a, a Denzel job. Could have just munched him. He could have munched this he shit. He was actually fucking useless. So <laughs> I didn't even chase it. No, like even like got him in the kitchen, like shoving his nose where the dishwasher <laughs> hole was and he just didn't give a shit. Yeah. So, he was yeah. just like, just give me some more food, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I want to eat that um, cheese that you're putting down on the rat trap. Yeah. Okay, yeah. no, so your mind went straight to the dog. Yeah. Mine went to now this so-called giant rat's eating this bait. It's probably gone off not outside to die. That's a possibility. Yeah. So now so it's hiding in a <laughs> <laughs> And now your house is going to stink. Oh, I, pretty knew much. So, I knew someone who, yet same thing, did it. It was up in the roof but then died and then fell down between the wall cavity. So, like, there wasn't just a – it was a smell. And I was like, what? Yeah, had to go through the plasterboard to oh. get this manky rat out. Oh, that's cruel. Well, this is the problem yeah. with these old Queenslanders. There's yeah. lots and lots of nooks and crannies mm-hmm. and holes for them to get into. We went to a job the other day um, and it was a cat who had fallen down behind a pantry. So th- these builders obviously thought it was a great idea to build a pantry and leave a gap between the top of the pantry and the wall. But not only that, leave a massive fucking gap behind the pantry, oh. between the pantry and the wall. So the cat apparently likes to sit up on the top there, but it's fallen down, which would have been the funniest sound ever because I hate cats. And then they called the fire brigade to obviously to, to come and get it. So we've got got there and we're like, me and one of the other senior fires were sitting there going like with the screwdrivers going, oh, we could probably take these ones out and because we're like, it's a fucking cat. It's been there for ages. It'll be right for another five minutes while we get a good a good way to get it out. Yeah. Oh, looking at all the screws on the inside of the pantry going, oh, well, we'll just undo all these screws and just slide the in- internal pantry out. Yep. And it should be right behind it. Fuck. My boss, who is the epitome of a bull at a gate, <laughs> has come in and just gone, give us that. He's pulled a frigging crowbar and has gone, crack, crack, on the bottom of the pantry, <laughs> ripped up the base of the pantry and gone, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like sitting there with our hands on our heads going, we were trying not to cause any damage. <laughs> we were like, he's like, fuck, it, it's all right. Yeah. He's like, I'm... Places to yeah, be. Yeah, places to be. People I've got a fire to put yeah, out. exactly. Oh, I finished my shift soon. I've got to start a fire. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's a bad. Um, so okay. I've got a bit of a last week story as well. Um, so I did mention that I went to the great people at Heart Sport to pick mm-hmm. up some extra sporting gear to keep my kids off the TV. Heart Sport, not Heart's Boatyard. Heart, yes, correct. Heart Sport, yeah. The Hearts Boat Yard. Me and Cam worked out when we were 18, so <laughs> over in England. Uh, so, yeah, went to Hearts Sport. Got to spend about 120 bucks on just random sports paraphernalia, mm-hmm. including a couple of hockey sticks. And you guys did say last week, won't they hit each other with the hockey sticks? <laughs> and I said, nah, nah, like, nah, fuck them. They'll be right. They'll, they'll only do it once. No, I just said buy a headgear. Yeah, that's true. Or bubble wrap. That's right. Anyway, um, they've... They're like, because oh, I said to them, if anyone uses them as weapons, they're gone forever. And I should have worded it better because I think I said, if I ever catch you. So they've done it really sneakily, like they whack each other on the ankles when I'm not looking. And because they're just ferals when they're around each other, they love each other, but they hate each other. It's funny as hell. It's like proper <laughs> brothers. boys. And yeah, exactly. So the, like yesterday, sorry, um, one of the boys, they were in the trampoline hitting the ball. Because it was fun, like it was fun, like there was, the ball was bouncing. They were whacking it against the side of the trampoline and having the blast. And then one of the one of the boys got in with another stick, and he's like, "Oh yeah, can I play?" And he begrudgingly let him play. And I was like, "Oh, this is cool. I'm going to go inside and have a drink of water." And obviously, when you turn your your head for thirty seconds, they beat the shit out of each <laughs> other. But because I stipulated that if I catch them, they hit each other with the stick. But then when I went out to rouse on them, they said, you didn't catch us though. And I was like, yeah, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> so I just took the sticks off them and... Gosh, on the technicality. Like, Damn it. <laughs> when they use your wisdom against you, it's just devastating. Now keep that technicality in there and just go, well, fine. My technicality is if you are hurt, I'm not helping you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to use that. There you go. Good. So if you want to Bad do dad it, advice no. at its finest. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll... Either continue to do it <laughs> or not at all. Um, I've got no real story. Mine is just um, hats off to the missus again for another weekend where 
I went up the the passage for a, a boys fishing trip. Yep, nice. I did cut it down from two days to one day, but oh, you absolute. <laughs> What a Viking. You know, boys, are just the things I do, yeah, the yeah. things I do. He's like a, a surgeon when it comes to marriage, isn't he? <laughs> just, yep, so precise. <laughs> just know how far I can push it and how far I need Without to. Without clicking an artery, have yeah. you, Dave? Yeah, exactly. No, so mine was just, again, um, I guess I'm probably shit dad's story free because I left a lot of mine bulk time that I have with the kids. Yeah. I was up at the passage with the boys drinking bulk piss. Did you take home uh, some fish for, them, for dinner? No, nah, there was fucking way too much weed in the water. Oh, the so, water, yeah. Oh, the yeah, water, so yeah, yeah totally the water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was way too much just f- floating through. But um, what did we get? Four muddies, four big muddies and about eight like just under. So we threw them all back and I was like four. So it could have been like one each. And I'm like, I'm not going to all that effort to cook one crab yeah. for yeah. me and maybe the girls Yeah, because they've never really had it. Like, you boys just have it. Yeah. So I came home empty-handed and empty-eskied. That's good. <laughs> empty-eskied is the important part. Yes, it was. <laughs> was. Okay, that wraps up the shit dad story of the week. Let's finish the week on a another high. Well, it's sort of a low at the moment because we're on a, a pretty dud run. Three we week, I think we've had a loss three weeks in a row, but the, the weekly multi of our teams, our Queensland teams, um, the Dolphins, the Finns let us down again. Finns down. Standard. Yeah. Our storm leg, the Titans um, getting thrashed by the storm helped us. I did. And um, the Broncos beating Canberra head-to-head. One game away from the minor prem, just might I add. So Broncos just have to beat um, the storm this week. No easy feat. Um, so that leads us to this week's multi. Thursday, 7.50pm, Broncos paying $1.30 versus the Melbourne Storm paying $3.60. Um, what are your thoughts? I was thirty to three. For my first thought was why is the why are the Broncos so short, especially now Paps is back, but the Storm. But also, Paps is back, is he? Yeah, cool. that dirty mullet fuck. <laughs> but also, don't um, don't the Bronx have a few injuries, a few suspensions, possibly? Isn't Stags out? I know Stags out. I know. Um, oh, he was on report. I don't know if he's. We'll have to wait for the team list that come out tomorrow. But I'm, I'm hoping that Reynolds is back. Man will be will have the the full spine. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I'm surprised with those odds. Yeah. That that was a big a big if. So what I the think the the emotions have caught the the bookies as well because Broncos just need the win. If Broncos win, they get the minor prem. Yep. And if Panthers uh, if Broncos lose and Panthers win, then Panthers win the minor prem. Yep. So I'm sticking with the Broncos. I can't go against them. Go sure. Yeah. yeah. Got to go with them. Head to head. Um, what about the line? Saturday. Ah, oh, the line. What's the line? 190 with 10 and a half. I'm not backing the Broncos to beat Storm by more than 10. I don't have that much balls. Just give it to Storm and 10 and a half. I'm not, n- <laughs> fuck you, Dave. No, I'm, pay- I'm going the dollar 30. You can pick the line. I'm going the dollar 30 leg. You'll see why. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Saturday, 3 p.m., Dolphins, $1.87, surprisingly, against New Zealand Warriors, $1.95. What the actual? Surely, what? surely, the Warriors will win. Are the Warriors resting all their players because they can't change their position from third? Are they resting everyone ready for finals? I don't know. Like, what do, do they, they know just send that we their don't kids know? out? Exactly. Why? Yeah. Are they sending their kids out to play? Because there's no way a fully fit Warriors aren't absolutely tailing up a toothless slash finless Dolphins. Whoa! 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 Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah but, and where's it being played? At Dolphins, up in Queensland. So what are we doing? Are we going to stick with the, the Warriors head to head, even just hoping that their depth can get the job done against a really underwhelming Finns? Or are we just going to go all Queensland for the last bet of the year? You see, the line's only one and a half, too. That's insane. I don't get. I don't. What are we going, Dave? Cam, actually, Cam, this is your leg. Go. Are we going Warriors go. or Dolphins? I'm going to go Warriors. I've been trying to support the Finns the whole season and they keep letting me down. But the one time you tipped against them, they won. Yeah. So maybe this is a, the chance. But we did so go with t- them last week and then they got towed up. Fucking absolutely embarrassed as well. Yeah. 
by the Cowboys. No. The, All right, we're the going. Finn's man said Warriors. Right, we're going Warriors. Okay, and the third leg, Sunday, two p.m. Titans, dollar thirty-three against Bulldogs, three dollars thirty. What are we doing, Dave? Titans. Titans paying a dollar thirty. So that, my friends, if we put ten dollars on those three, Broncos to win, Titans to win, Warriors to win, pays three dollars twenty-three. So thirty odd bucks from the last bet. That'll get us back in the green. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I'll take it then. All right, happy with that? Yeah. Cool. As our resident sports guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, guys. What are your thoughts? That wraps up another week in fatherhood. I enjoyed that chat. Hopefully, right. um, you know, especially the bits around the, the chew around careers. Had some belting chew there. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully people got something out of that. Uh, but as mentioned, hit us up, shitdadpod at gmail.com or at shitdadpod on Instagram and send us what topics you want us to discuss. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Something we haven't done yet or something that we have and you want us to circle back, just let us know. Sounds good. Sounds good. I hope those ideas are the lunches um, around there because I'm definitely going to try the cookie cutter and that little sushi. Mm, the sushi TikTok. sandwich. Yeah. Definitely. Just for me. If you're looking up some, yeah, hit up TikTok for sure for some ideas for, for lunches because that was just scratching the surface. That was yeah. heaps of stuff. So. Awesome. Happy days. All right, guys. So thanks once again for joining us for another busy week in fatherhood. We'll be in your ears again this time next week. Have a good week, everybody. See you later. See you. See you. For the kids. <laughs>